Greetings, adventurers, and welcome to the Adventure Incorporated podcast. I am your Dungeon Master, Anthony Reed. This is episode 56 and the fourth episode of The Path of Abjuration. Not much to say this week, so we'll make it quick. Don't forget that you can reach out to us with any questions, comments, praise, or disparaging remarks. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and can easily be reached by email. Check out the show notes or head over to adventureinc.podbean.com for links on how to get a hold of us. I'm really excited to keep pushing through. Exciting stuff is coming up in this episode, and I can't wait to see what you think. Let's get started. Previously on Adventure Incorporated. I can now bring us back home. So that means that most of the pieces are in place now, yes? And they brought that orb back to the realm of here, the material plane. Yeah. Elatrix looks at you guys and he says, so, where do you want to go? The abjuration one, right? I am your murderer. Oh, and he, he takes back the blade and goes to slice and suddenly two bolts slap into his skull, poking out the top of his head and he slumps over on top of you. And you see a lizard folk with leather straps with large spikes <gasps> sticking off of them. <laughs> Yay! And he says, it looked like you needed some help, yes? There is a group that I found here, a gathering. They have a passageway that travels right behind the walls of Hearthhome. I believe others would call them Forbidden Dawn. Gibetto, then you suddenly hear something that you have not heard in a very long time. The voice of your mother echoes down the hallway. She sort of, like I said, she looks over at Meredith and Price and they give her like a real, like stern look. And she looks back and she says, I can't really tell you anything else right now. But don't worry, soon I can. Uh, Very soon. Just as soon as we're finished. Finished with what? Well, with your initiations. Nobles and farmers, knights and wenches, gather round, gather round to hear a tale of excitement and mystery. Brave adventurers facing grave dangers. Keth, the fighter monk. Real quick before we leave, Keth looks around for... uh, Do not cut off some of Grimlock Ironshaper's skin. That's just... (laughs) (laughs) Genuvera, the sorcerer. Like. Right, I knew what you meant. <laughs> Gebetto, the rogue. Gebetto's uh, gonna kill the skeleton. Okay. Um, hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. Gebetto's gonna rub his luck charm. <laughs> Gillick, the paladin warlock. With this shield, I will lay down my life for all of you, except Asher. <laughs> Boom. Asher, the druid barbarian. Does any does anybody look familiar to Keth? 
No one in this court looks familiar to Kev. We've forgotten our faces, guys. But even... <laughs> <laughs> Prepare yourselves, for this is the tale of Adventure Incorporated. So you guys are still standing with Everly and William Stumbleknackle Timber Shivers uh, and with Meredith and Price Harper. Everly has just mentioned your... Uh, impending initiation, and I'm uh, probably just going to butt this right up against the last one. So if anyone's got questions or stuff before we, we move on, we can do that. If not, we can just get rolling. Uh, what initiation? Yeah. And the Harpers I, remind me of them. They're Clyde's The Harpers parents. are Clyde's dumb Clyde's parents. parents, thank you. The humans. Um, <sighs> the humans. Clyde's mother is sort of shoots a glare at Everly and steps forward a little bit and says, we've already told you too much without you being a part of the organization. Uh, you must pass the trials in order to be afforded any more of our organizational secrets. Hey, um, that's great and all, but, um, like, we don't have to stay here after we're initiated do we like we can leave you can leave now no 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 no. I like I mean clearly we want to understand what's going on right but like after the initiation are we able to leave again or is it like okay you're initiated now we live in a cave forever ah no, uh, those of us who live here preparing to uh, what we can to find the uh, Kowadal do so because this is where our services are most put to good use. Uh, a band of adventurers such as yourselves, I'm sure we could find many ways out in the wide world to use your help in trying to locate the Kowadal. Um... Uh, I look at everybody and it's like, can we talk about this real quick in private before we make any rash decisions? Mm. Yes, group huddle. Huddle time. Yeah, we all just turn around uh, right where we're standing. Yep. And <laughs> put our arms <laughs> on each other's shoulders. Real question. First of all, uh, Beto loudly says, <laughs> "Like these fucking crazy people." <laughs> um, no, real question. They were not spoken of highly in your village. We should probably figure out why before we make any decisions. I don't want to join a cult and then find out it's like, oh yeah, we're we're big into human sacrifice and such. Yeah. Not that that seems like a jump in logic, but I don't. I want to have all the information, or at least enough information, to make that kind of decision. Yeah, only regular cults. And, <laughs> and this is well, that's the thing, like right, like. And this is also your family. I don't want any unnecessary conflict between like us and your family. Oh, you know what I mean. I'd kill you. Um. Exactly. <laughs> but well, exactly. <laughs> so but uh, I don't what, what, like I. I don't know that we're going to get more information until we, like, keep finding out what this is. Um, I get that. I do have to say that talking to these people, right, like, they're right. Something bad is coming. 
And yes. it makes sense that the Tezcatlipoca would have a way to help protect the Earth, right? Well, it's not made by the Tezcatlipoca as far as I'm known. It sounds like it's a Fae Lord thing, but I mean, uh, a lot of half-truths can sound really convincing without all the information. And I don't... Uh, look, I trust you and this whole group more than basically anyone I've ever met in my whole life. But I don't want to make a crazy decision going into this uh, that we can't undo. Yeah, I just, I think we've made a lot of crazy decisions based on half-truths thus far in our adventuring career. Um, That's definitely true. That's like for sure. no, no getting I, around I, that. I just and wanted to make my perspective clear. No, because yeah, they have a lot of stuff about Faye and uh, Sylvan that I probably want to know, uh, but I also don't want to be like part of a murderous cult suddenly. Um, oh, I also do no. not want to be a part of a murderous cult. In fact, before we got in here, I was suggesting we blow the whole thing up. I know. So, <laughs> so, I feel you, bro. Um, <laughs> I, I feel you too. But I, I put out. Uh, I put out a fist bump. But I also and wait for acceptance. Like, Zerbeto reaches up to to bump his fist from down below because I'm just a little short guy. <laughs> I fist bump <laughs> at that level. Guy. I would clearly <laughs> angle it downward. <laughs> but actually, what a guy punch! Yeah. Yeah. What was that? Go ahead, uh, Yeah, what was that, Lady J? Uh, I was just going to say that if something happens while, you know, during the initiation, we'll go through these trials, you know, they can't force us to stay. Uh, Yeah, but correct. If we are like, nah, we're not cool with this, and they're like, cool, we're a cult, so we have to kill you now, that puts us in a weird spot. Um, oh, no. If, if I'm anyone thinking worst case scenario us. here. By all means, let's fix it. Right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just thinking worst case scenario here. I'm trying to avoid a conflict. Yeah. I appreciate that. I appreciate that you're you've you've decided to try to avoid a conflict now. Um, <laughs> For the first time ever. Right. <laughs> well, it's your parents. Like if it's just like random. Like Goblin number seventeen. I mean, he probably has a family, but sure I don't does. know them. <laughs> Goblins, especially, so, they fuck like rabbits. How do you oh know that? God. No, it's true. I, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's the point of this conversation. Um, Correct. No, but by all means, uh, we can talk about it on the cart back to Mughamar. <laughs> <laughs> I have to side with Gibedo on this. Anytime. There is a any kind of house of worship. Usually, the greater secrets aren't bestowed until some form of devotion is proven. Mm-hmm. I'm just nervous, and that's what I'm making clear. Yeah, cults do that, but it's a fun <laughs> kind of nervous. Like we can check it out. Like, hey, I learned something cool. <laughs> it could be fun. We don't yeah. know. Yeah, Anthony is there. Sacrifice some um, goats, learn some facts. S- Slask mm-hmm. has been like just standing with you guys, listening to this whole thing. Yeah. Um, he hasn't had any input, 
but he Flask? but he is with you and still like a, he's standing there. Oh sure, Flask. What are your thoughts? <laughs> he looks. <laughs> you cued him up. I don't know. <laughs> I was just letting you guys. I was reminding you that he was there because it felt okay. like maybe you forgot. <laughs> Right, last fell I something. did. Totally didn't. I swear. <laughs> uh, but Slask will follow your lead in this. We must find a way through, but I doubt we can just walk in. Um, Anthony, could I make a? Oh, there's not like a knowledge local in this game. What's the closest thing to that? Basically, I want to know. Uh, it sounds so far like this. Uh, this quote-unquote cult is really like the new Merida version of the Masons, where like maybe there's something weird that happens sometimes, but like for the most part, it's just a bunch of people like. Drinking, hanging out, right. playing ping pong. With a Paint special ring. Um, so I'm not like going to make you roll anything. What I will do is remind you that the first time that you heard reference of the Forbidden Dawn, uh, they were angry because your parents had run off and they had snatched members of the village in the night. Okay. Uh, Wait, oh, your parents see? kidnapped right. people? That's the the prevailing myth. Uh, Word <laughs> on the street. Right. All we know <clears throat> is that my parents had been in town. Other people also had been in town. And then my parents left town. And those other people also were no longer in town. Well, if that's the thing that we need to know to proceed, <clears throat> that's probably the question we should ask. Like, what... This is what we heard from the town. Please yeah. clarify your side of the story yeah. before we. Yeah, I agree. And I turn around from the huddle, and I ask that to my parents. I say, "Hey guys, um, I am all set with like you know the idea of kind of moving forward in this initiation thing, but I gotta know." Your mother looks very pleased, and your father as well. They both look like they're so excited, um, and they like glance over at uh, the Harpers, um, who Penny. just sort of have like a dour look. Penny told us the version of events that's going around in Sale is that you guys left in the middle of the night and snatched people with you. What? Your parents' it, expression drops. Uh, like into uh, sort of like almost hurt sad somewhere sure. like a like just sort of a, a like a light wounding would would you say disappointed <clears throat> um <laughs> no i wouldn't we're not hurt that you Good, asked we're fine <laughs> we're just disappointed we're fine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um your mother sort of it looks like she's trying to say something she tries a couple times your father says, well, I, it's sort of a misunderstanding, and uh, but we can't really get into it. Uh, I'd, like to do an insight. And go with, I'd like to do an insight check on how much of that is true. 
Okay. Like, does he really think it's a, a misunderstanding, or is he trying to cover something up? There is definitely more to the story. Uh, there's, it's, it is, you're not getting a great feeling about misunderstanding. Okay. Mm. Uh, is gonna kind of, like, real quickly glance around the party, uh, and, like, put his hands on his hips so that one hand is touching the blade of his rapier. And he's gonna say, well... I guess if the only way to hear the whole story is to go through these trials, I'm game. Second. Sure, let's do it. Yeah, we need more information on how to get to this ley line um, safely. So Asher says nothing. Slask also says nothing. Great input, guys. That's a majority. <laughs> um... Asher shoots the dead eyes at Kel. <laughs> dead eyes? Oh, God. Asher has been carrying around the eyes Asher. in his bag. He takes the green neckerchief off and it's headless. Yeah. I am marking Asher oh, as... That's from It's a Dark Dark Room. That's awesome. You're welcome. I am, you. I'm marking Asher as blind. <laughs> Fuck. His dead eyes. Um, Gibetto, uh your mother and father say, well... All right, great. Um, we ready to go then? And they sort of glance over to Meredith and Price. Meredith sort of rolls her eyes and Price nods and leads uh, away from Meredith. And your parents takes you guys off to uh, around the corner of this little uh, entrance area uh, to a small um, alcove. He says, you can bring all of your belongings. You're going to need them, but... Uh, you're going to need these as well. And he hands out uh, black hoods to each of you. Oh. Asher continues to have dead eyes. <laughs> <laughs> he says, He's not oh, happy yeah, about Asher this. won't need his. His eyes are dead. <laughs> <laughs> so Gillick is thrilled about this because it's, it's a new type of religious experience. He's, just, he's totally stoked. Oh, that's cute. Mm. I love that. <laughs> Says uh, people- Asher's like making all sorts of weird eyebrow movements because <laughs> he's not sure how to interpret it. He's like a mixture of happy but also like concerned, like kind of like what's going? Just seizure. a wave, just a seizure. He's, he's dead. He's having a seizure. <laughs> this is my last episode. He hands you these hoods and says, "This is in case you don't succeed." Go on. What does that mean? We can't have you seeing the compound if you. Don't pass the trials. Wait. We're being... These are hoods. I can lift... I'm confused. Are these supposed to be blindfolds? Yeah, he he puts the hood over your head and, like, sort of cinches it, and you cannot see through it. Like an executioner hood, oh. not like a hoodie hood. Not, not like a hoodie. Yeah, yeah. I thought like a, like a mantle. No, no. I was like, wow, thanks for the fashion. No, I probably would have said mantle. Um. But hood, that's a general <laughs> term. Yeah, you should have said prick. bag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought the hood was pretty appropriate. I mean, I, I knew, knew what, what he was getting at. Like hood, an executioner. Oh. Sure. Was it? Yep. Are we sure about this? <laughs> Imagine if he just wore like a bag over his head, the executioner. <laughs> that would be worse. <laughs> just pump it into everything. He's just like, oh. It's <laughs> like, dude, you're like so three hard. feet off. You need to move closer. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> okay. He, uh, he, you know, each of you put, uh, he puts, okay, so is anyone, let me rephrase this. He hands you guys the bags. He gives you the option to put your own hood on. Uh, if anyone resists, he will put a hood on you. Hoods up, bro. I'd like to see him try. Hoods up, bro. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> I, I, I put mine on. <laughs> He's like, I'd like to see you try. Thank you for the hood. <laughs> Uh, even Slask. I, I shoot the dead eyes again at Gibetto, being like, I don't. Gibetto can't see fucking, him. His fucking hood's up. His hood's already up. <laughs> All right. I tried to do it before that happened, but I missed my chance. Slask, shoot, chance. Slask looks at you, uh, Asher, and he sort of mm-hmm. like. He looks like he might make some sort of gesture, but instead just puts a hood on and tightens it up around <laughs> his neck. <sighs> Asher sees that Slask, the most badass person in this group, <laughs> did it. And he goes, fuck, alright, and it's still just very skeptical. Gillick, and puts a hood on. Gillick looks over and says, um, would you put the hood on me? I want the full experience. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Price Harper <laughs> rolls his eyes, and uh, in a flash, you see Clyde. Clyde. Just standing there rolling his eyes. Jennifer smiles and then puts on her hood. <laughs> and he like snatches the hood out of your hands and like <sighs> and puts the hood over your head and Just, cinches um, it up. Oh yeah, we haven't fucked with Clyde's dad at all. <laughs> and we're not gonna. <laughs> oh, did you better say that out loud or was that? No, you? that was that was Mike the player. <laughs> Um, we, while my hood is up, uh, I'm afraid that I'm about to die. Um, I'm just thinking about the Tezcatlipoca and all of everything about druidism and everything. Trying to get really in touch with this, being like, how the fuck did I end up here? Please, God, let this be the right thing. And I'm just thinking deeply about that because I don't think it is. Okay. Internally. Um, None of you know that. To each of you, he sort of like, come. he grabs your hand and places it on the shoulder of the person in front of you uh, and heads to the front of the line and, and, and guides you guys uh, down a long path. Um, the hoods let in a tiny bit of light, but not enough to see through, but enough to, you know, see this fabric in front of your face. And you can hear your, your breath louder as you uh, walk through this hall. Uh, you seem to walk for a while. Um, you're not really sure where you've gone. There's a lot of twists and turns uh, before you sort of all stop. Well, he stops, so everyone's sort of like accordions together. Um, but that's, you know, to be expected, I guess. <laughs> None of you can see. <laughs> we all just walk in. <laughs> you have passed the initiation. <laughs> he says you may remove the hoods. Chibetta removes his hood. Same. Asher removes the hood. So you guys are standing in sort of this um, round uh, stone chamber. It's got a low ceiling, but it has these large pink crystals along the walls. They sort of have, they're maybe, you know, eight feet tall, um, at least a solid foot in uh, diameter of these like large crystal spots almost like spire things shooting up out of the ground. Uh, They're like translucent and uh, very pure looking. He says, none of our gear has been taken, right? Like I still have all my shit. You have all your shit. 
cool. Still don't trust. He says the initiation is different for everyone who takes it. It is chosen in some ways by fate and in some ways by your nature. Around this room you will see these crystals. If you take one of these crystals, these crystals are prisons. Inside them are creatures that... Prisons? Yes. Prisons. Okay. Inside them are creatures that were once... Once secreted away. And it is part of the initiation to face one of these creatures and put it to its end. We will be watching. And it is you it is up to you to figure out how that is done. And he sort of like turns and he goes to leave. Um, um sorry, uh before you go, uh we don't like we tend to work together. Yeah, yes. are we supposed to to do we do each one at a time? Do we open like um, are we? Are, is it one on one, or is it all of us on all of them? Each initiation is different, and yeah. however you choose to approach this, the initiation will meet your needs. Oh, each one if is different. Wish meaning f- each time a group or a person is initiated, not like each individual. Correct. Okay. Okay. If okay, you, so only one of us has to do this thing for all of us to get in? I will say this. If you choose to face the initiation by yourself, one-on-one, or if you choose to face the initiation as a small group, or if you choose to face the initiation as a large group, it will be different just by the nature of magic and the nature of this place. Sure. So basically, sure. no matter how we decide to split it up, we just have to get rid of all the creatures in the crystals. In Yes, in the crystal that, that you present, you must... So, yes, if you choose to all go as a group, you will free a creature from the crystal, and we trust that whatever appears, and if you can handle it, that will be your initiation. If you choose to take it one-on-one, then the same will be for that, but but that is a choice you must make for your own dedication. Okay. And if it kills us... Then you have failed. And my parents. What, what will happen? What will happen if we fail? They have sponsored your entry. Meaning... I cannot tell you too much about how the political nature of uh, this organization, but I can tell you that to to sponsor uh, new initiates, it is not without risk. Um, I promise that if you are to die now, I would not walk through the halls and slay your parents if that would be your fear. 
But there oh, would I don't think be... you can kill my parents. Get real. <laughs> there Gebetto would certainly like, be legit laughing at this guy. Like, you're Clyde's dad. <laughs> <laughs> there would certainly be repercussions. Political repercussions. I prefer uh, political repercussions to martial repercussions, so uh, I will take it. Uh, the choice is yours. And he turns and begins to leave and he stops. And he says, good luck. And he shuts a large metal gate, runs a lock through it, closes it, and moves up the path. Just let you guys. his temple totally run through my head right now. You guys, how Clyde was that thing when he was like, I wouldn't kill your parents. Uh, we know Gebetto, that. Gebetto, maybe think about... Like... I feel like this would, you know, give you some some insight, you know, like, because you and Clyde are in the same boat, you know, your parents are part of the same cult, like, your parents are friends, so, you know, I feel like this should, shouldn't this give you, like, some more understanding and, and sympathy for him? Uh, Mike, the, the the player, looks at uh, Genevera's insight check. <laughs> <laughs> on her character sheet uh, before Gebetto says did you completely miss the way Clyde's parents looked at mine like talk about a couple of dicks <laughs> uh, and then he he like changes the subject real quick to be like so um, which one of these crystals are we doing how are we doing this I say we stick together. And just choose one? Yeah. Yeah, I'd rather you guys... Like, I'd rather we all do this together. Like, if I have to do something dumb, I want you guys there with me. Yeah, it's worked out every time before, so... (laughs) 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 You bet us just like, yeah! (laughs) Slask says, I will do this however you've seen I like him. You seem to have an affinity with these people that I was not able to gain. So that's why you're being so cooperative? (laughs) This is not the way I normally operate. Uh, I defer to those who seem more experienced with this style of problem solving. My typical problem solving skills involve two bolts to the face. I think we might need those in a minute. Uh, As soon as we we choose one of these... (laughs) Pocket monsters here. <laughs> uh, uh, what do we see when we look around this lake? Are there there's multiple crystals? What do the crystals look like? So each of the crystals are these large, like I said, they're large pink crystals that are sort of translucent. Um, <clears throat> and they, they sort of jut up around the outside. There's also a, a small formation of them in the center. Um, and it, and it looks like you could maybe, uh, you know, Gibetto, you're always looking for an avenue, right? 
There yeah. are they the way that the crystals jut out of the ground. There are ways you could sort of sneak in around the out outer ring, or in this center area. Um, that you could you could sort of dart because of your small size. You could dart in and between and sort of push your way through. It would probably take twice as much movement to do so. Mm-hmm. But you could do so in a way that would, you know, allow you to be stealthy. Um, they're very large crystals, and there are some that are a little bit smaller, but but you sort of feel like these large crystals are are what you're looking for. Um, they're smooth, and uh, as you get close to them, they sort of have this this vibrating tone to them. It's like a soft hum. Hmm. And how can we uh, differentiate between them? Like, what are the the defining characteristics of them? They don't... They are all sort of oddly shaped, right? None of them are consistent in their shape. The facets that they have are smooth, but they have different cuts almost, right? Different facets to them. Um, Uh, None of them... I would like to do something, but I don't know if it's going to have any effect. Well, go for it. Uh, um, I have the ashes of that leaf I burned a while ago. Um, with any, since this is connected to the Fey and the Sylvan and all that good, uh, whatever. Um, <laughs> I want to take the ashes and I want to like put them in my hand and uh, like blow them with my mouth to see if they will <laughs> orient in some sort of way. Wait, tell me again what you're gonna blow do. Blow them around. with my mouth, guys. I would like to. One more, I would like to time, blow them out of my hand with my mouth. Okay. Um, go like, on. Go like, and see if they go into any specific direction. Okay. Um, you go like. I do that with my goes, mouth. Right. It goes right back into your face. You go. <laughs> yeah, because it's like, oh right, yeah, this is a bad decision. Correct. Thanks. You go. You. And the ashes uh, fly forward and then fall onto the ground. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I am a spellcaster. Um, I don't know if you knew this about me, but Anthony. I know magic. Yes. <laughs> Asher, is this like that uh, that ritual you did before? Is this what I missed when I when I went off Which into one? the woods? The one. Yes. <laughs> huh. Um. Cool. Jabetta buys thanks it. For, thanks for letting me roleplay there. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you roleplayed. Yeah, you did a good job. You did nothing. Yeah, it doesn't always. Good job. It doesn't always. Sometimes you will. Keth pats Asher on the back. Yeah, see, look. <laughs> you, we, got a, really we got a meaningful <laughs> character interaction out of your roleplay. Uh, so there you go. It's perfect. <laughs> um... Should just power game more. Uh, <laughs> power game, awesome. I agree. <laughs> okay, I'll just defer. You guys pick a fucking crystal. This is bullshit. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, my one idea didn't work. Oh. Um, I've had none. That was the first one I've ever had. <laughs> what was? Uh, what were you? It's. <laughs> Saying Gillick. <laughs> so you originally had said to I think it was Gibetto that the crystals were making each like their own kind of hum. Yeah. Um do all of us hear that or is it just Gibetto? Yeah, you it's as you get close to the crystals. You can't hear it sort of as you stand like between like out where there's like space, but as you get real close to a crystal, like right up next to it, you can hear this very soft hum. 
so I want to look for whatever one sounds the most pleasant. Like whatever whatever one is vibrating the frequency. Like oh, this sounds really nice. I like listening to this. I want to look for that. Okay, so you guys are standing there as you see Gibetto. I mean, you see Gillick sort of walk toward these and then just like quickly jump from crystal to crystal, like holding his ear out to them. Uh, he like sort of moves his way around the room for a little bit and then he moves back. He moves forward a little more and he sort of stops. Um, and Gillick, you've found it. You've This one, when you hear it, you feel like a, a warmth, like a... Um, like it's meant to for you like this sound is for you all right so i, I pick it up <clears throat> or i don't i don't pick it up i don't pick it up i said guys 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 come here listen to this listen listen to this crystal this one's awesome you're gonna like this anthony is it a monoclinic crystal is it a triclinic crystal is it tetragonal give all me right. all give right. me some Hold specifics on. over here yeah. Or All right, thombic, maybe. Hold on, let me go ahead and Google that. <laughs> uh, it's not triclinic. Uh, <laughs> can we can we go to the French uh, pelinet pelinetic one? Please? <laughs> um, nice. probably trigonal. Oh no, actually tetragonal. Tetragonal? Okay, I'm I'm down with that one. Yeah, tetragonal. Yeah. But but most of the, like, they, they sort of stick up out of the ground so that you don't see the bottom of the tetragonal bit, just the top, like, sure. sort of thrusting so up out. So it could out. be a cubic one, maybe, on its side. Nope. <laughs> 100% no. <laughs> Anthony's saying no to a lot of our ideas. No, I'm saying that you can't just turn it on its side. You just can't turn a cube around, Rob. Played it. Right. Don't get crazy. And also, that a tetragonal crystal is clearly not a cubic crystal on its side. It's just not. Awesome. I don't think, I don't know if a nerdier thing has been said on the podcast. <laughs> it could be a cubic crystal growing out of an orthombic crystal, however. Sure, sure. Definitely there you go. Now, now you got it, Rob. There it is. That's the nerdiest okay. thing that's been said on this podcast. Right. That's, that so it looks kind of like, like a D6. <laughs> no, that would be cubic. Yeah, no, uh, it looks okay. more like a so D. So does it look like a stretched out D6? It looks like a Oh, my God. <laughs> it looks like a, D, a stretched out D8. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Gotcha. I like it. So like a long box. Like, so like the thing that's over the Sims? Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, that's Almost. more monoclinic, right? Oh, fuck everybody. <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> All right, no, I'm, I, I'm good I with that. I blew dust into the room. Y'all talking about goddamn shapes. <laughs> Asher, how do you feel about this shape? In, how do you feel about this one? Angry. Oh, maybe this is the right one then. Um, no, but as all of you head over to Gillick, the sound does sort of resonate with you in a way that the other ones have not. Not to me. Nice. Not to me hate it well you may you can you can hate it but it it does resonate <laughs> like you still mm -hmm. like it even though you hate it <laughs> like i'm trying my hardest which right. makes asher matter <laughs> right, right. <laughs> it feels good in a bad way i hate the fucking crystals i'm resisting here. my true nature what uh what Jibetta? it's the mike ellison of crystals <laughs> <laughs> even though you fucking hate it you still like it no i like it i like that that's great he's fun 
Let's, well, sometimes. Let's do <laughs> this. Gebetto gets really excited. Uh, so excited he can't make his voice sound right. Right, that's why. Did you get shot in the throat again? Uh, so, Gebetto, as you, uh, like, sort of throw yourself onto this crystal, um, it sort of uh, <laughs> rocks a little bit. I'm just imagine him body slamming it. Yeah, it rocks a little bit, and some debris falls loose and hits you right in the throat. Oh, what a bummer. <laughs> Uh, you guys like, but as you do sort of touch this crystal, it starts to loosen and shake a little bit. Um, it feels like you could just like lift it right up out of the ground. You guys want to do this? Yes. I think we should all do it together. Yeah. Okay. I guess. Including you, Slask. Slask nods and steps forward. Um, all of you sort of get your hands on this giant crystal and you lift up and it very like easily lifts up out of the dirt and then almost as if like once you get it into the air it suddenly gets really heavy it drops down out of your hands and shatters onto the ground uh, purple miasma starts to pour out of these uh, out of the crystal shards on the ground and spread out onto the floor and it sort of uh travels around the center area um, and st- until it fills the entirety of the floor with just this this gaseous um, acrid smelling substance on the other side a figure starts to rise up out of the miasma it's uh, like a like a twisted gnarled figure that is in some sort of like tattered robes uh, long dark hair coming out of the top of its head and it raises its eyes golden beady eyes up at you and sort of lets out a snarl roll initiative cool sweet all right i was hope i'm glad it wasn't like you release these creatures from the prison and they're timid townsfolk <laughs> very confused you slaughter all of them <laughs> Well, I guess this is an initiation. <laughs> this one will be easy, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Um, <laughs> he can't help you here. <laughs> 12. 17. El Ocho. 4. 18. Oh, sorry. What am I thinking? 14. <laughs> 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 I don't know. You, you were thinking attack. <laughs> I, I have another character in a game that has a, a 16 dex. Oh. I was like, no, no. Oh. Gillick does not have a 16 dex. <laughs> Gillick has the opposite of yeah, a 16 cor- correct. Uh, Gibetto, what did you, what was yours? Uh, Ocho. Great. God bless you. Ocho. <laughs> Ocho. <laughs> you rascal. Okay, so first to act is the creature. Um, let's see. Sorry, I should have looked at this a little harder, but deal with it, Can nerds. You, so you've described his eyes. Did I miss the body shape? Uh, I wasn't paying attention. Yeah, it's like a gnarled, like hunched over thin humanoid okay cool 
no, uh, of undistinguishable like origin. It's still yeah. a lot of like it, it's still very like a lot of this dark miasma is still sort of like clinging to it. Sure. Um, and it hasn't really shaken it yet, so it's hard to see what exactly it is. Um, if you had to give a like a size and weight, like a height and weight, what would we be looking at? Oh, probably like uh, with, with it all hunched over and stuff. It's probably like around like four six, four eight, um, and okay. it probably weighs like a hundred pounds. Okay. Hmm. Weird. Interesting. Um, it's all bony, you said. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But also like gnarled and like it doesn't like all it's all curled up. It's not like it's real gnarly. Spindly. Excellent. It's Excellent. rad so, like, um, AF. Like branches and stuff, just, like knots in it and streaks and all kinds of nasty stuff going on. What? Uh, no, not like wood. There's no wood. Okay. No, no. I mean like uh, like decrepit, like old person, like curled up. Not like. Oh, I gotcha. I yeah, gotcha. yeah, yeah. Um. Okay. So it's sort of like shuffles. Uh, from its position sort of around the circle um, it seems to try to move to a spot where it is furthest from you guys uh, and then it points a finger out at and says pull my finger it points a finger at Asher fucking <laughs> and it casts ray of enfeeblement oh, oh no the worst. Oh, this is not gonna end well for you, bud. <laughs> um, let me spells. Ray of enfeeblement. Okay, so you have to make a Constitution saving throw. Okay. Um, uh, 15. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it fires off like a black beam of energy out of its finger, um, which you recognize as a ray of enfeeblement. And, uh, it sort of hits you in the chest and you just like push back against it. Uh, and it doesn't really seem to do anything. Of course. Um, no, like the ray doesn't seem to do anything. Right, nice. right, right. It doesn't yeah. affect you. Right, right. What? What? It, oh, I thought you. Thought. I thought your "of course" was typical self-defeating. Of course, I've, <laughs> <laughs> I've been <laughs> enfeebled. Ray of enfeeblement. It works. I don't need a spell for this one. <laughs> Asher, <laughs> Asher, go ahead. Uh, cool. I see that this guy who I was totally not ready to fight just goddamn tried to enfeeble me. <laughs> and I go, uh-uh, honey. And I cast Erupting Earth right where it stands. Okay. Um, which I need to look up. Hold on, pause. Um, should have had it ready, and I didn't. Me too. <coughs> um, <laughs> uh, dexterity saving throw, uh, DC fourteen, I believe. Okay. Yeah. 
That is a success. Okay. Uh, takes 3d12, but halved. Okay, roll it up. I will. One sec. Uh, five. Uh, six. Ten. Um, so 19? No. 21 and half. Okay, yeah. Um, but failed save, so half. And uh, the ground around it is difficult terrain um, for like a minute. Okay. Um, yeah, you blast off. Uh, the, the earth starts to rumble underneath it. And actually a couple of the crystals behind it, since it moved so far away from you guys, fall and smash onto the ground. Um, and as two of them smash, two large shadow demons rise up out of their these broken crystals. Oh, oh God. <laughs> Whoops. Oh. <laughs> oh. Anthony, why? <laughs> I mean, he said it a why while ago. We're, we're fifth level. You know, kid gloves are off. <laughs> That's, That's fair. I mean, you did cause a fucking earthquake in, <laughs> in a yeah, like a place that was very clearly de- described to us as a prison <laughs> for prison tough for monsters. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. Shit. Hey, you know, lessons learned. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. It's not. It's fine. Uh, Gillick, it is your turn. Excellent. Uh, there's difficult terrain around. Um, yeah, how far around, uh, Asher? 20 foot cube. 20 foot cube. Okay, so if you turn that cube on its side. <laughs> what shape is it? Then only the five feet under her are affected. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. That's what I wanted. <laughs> no, okay. Twenty feet, uh, a twenty foot cube centered on her. Yeah. So, uh, Gillick, if you get up close to her and the demons, then that will be uh, these. Of uh, these shadow demons, by the way, are very reminiscent of the ones you saw in the forest. Really? Like they are the same creatures that you saw in the forest that day. In prison. Oh, cool. Oh. Um, but they don't have like the the colored orbs in Cor- relation to the. Correct. They don't seem to be infused yeah. with the divine energy that they took from those uh, from that uh, place where people worship. Temple. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, uh, wasn't it like a shrine? Yeah, shrine. Thank <laughs> yeah. you. That's what I'm looking for. Shrine. You're welcome. Shrine. I'm the guy here. I work here. I work here. This is my job. <laughs> Religious place corrector. It's my job. <laughs> Uh, okay. So what are you doing, Gillick? Uh, can I move up to the main bad guy, um, within the difficult terrain? Like, can I get enough movement to get there and hit him? Um, I mean... Probably not. Probably not. No, you can get close, but not, not quite close enough. Uh, the large crystals in the center of the room are sort of blocking you as well like asher had a clear line of sight but where you are positioned on the other end of this group you're not you can't really see through this large pile of crystals in the center of the room okay so then i want to get i want to use my full move action just to get as close as i can and then fire off um an eldritch blast at the main bad guy okay yeah uh you move are you moving like like off to the left to try and flank or are you moving off to the right where uh sort of is the closest to the group uh 
I'll stay in front of. I want to stay in front of the group. Okay. Yeah. So you move off to the right, uh, and you sort of get to a point where you have line of sight, and you could maybe get to her uh, next round if you needed to. Okay. Cool. I'm gonna fire off my object blast. I get two shots. Number one. Uh, Twelve to hit. Twelve to hit will not do it. Okay. Second. Uh, even less. So no. What'd you roll? Uh, I rolled a uh, ten. Okay. Um, well, what did you roll on the die? Like Oh, a seven. You rolled a seven. Okay, you have a plus three. Yeah. Okay, great. Uh, Genevera, go ahead. All right. Um, what's the configuration of dudes? So, uh, Gillick is a little bit in front of you to the right. Um, yep. You're sort of in with this group. Uh, there's a large formation of crystals in front of you, and then around the side of those crystals, there's some rough terrain where this creature stands and the two shadow demons hover above it. Okay, great. Um, I turn to Gibetto and I say, do we think fire will melt these crystals? Fucked if I know. <laughs> 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 hmm. uh, can I do like an insight check? You could do a nature check. Or an arcana check, maybe. No. If the DM lets you. No, it'd have to be a nature check. What's your nature? Um, plus one. So these crystals, when you lifted it up, uh, you did feel the surface of the crystal and it felt like, um, like, a, like a stone. So... Uh, you think that maybe the the fact that it got really heavy and that it broke might have been like part of the nature of the magic of containment, but that uh, fire probably would do the same thing that it might do to like actual stone. Given enough time, you could melt it down so and hot enough fire. Make it hot. Okay. Um, okay. I mean, if so- you wanted to break all these crystals, sure. <laughs> Uh, I I might recommend not fireball, but uh, that's mostly because of the, like, explosion thing and the fact that we're in kind of a small room. Yeah. And Gebetto shrugs. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I hear what you're saying, but... Right. (laughs) Fireball. Um... Uh, there are new there are new emojis. I got a new phone, um, and or so maybe the emojis just look clearer. I don't know, but the fireball is badass on it. It was really cool. I noticed it today, and I was like, oh man, that's really cool. Um, Do you frequently text people fireballs? <laughs> no, I just noticed. I was looking for an acorn, and I was, so I was scrolling through. And you found, found a fireball. Found Boy, <laughs> what a common mix. I was just looking. I was scrolling through, which I haven't done in a while because I have like three emojis that I use. It's like the knife one and the eye roll and the <laughs> laughing cry. Wow, you that know? doesn't surprise me at all. <laughs> yeah, all of those seem like your thing. But it just, it was, anyway, okay, I'm not going to do fireball. Um, fireball, fireball. What I am going to do is um. Uh, who's closest to me? The gnarly, gnarly friend. They're all sort of equidistant. Gnarled person is on the ground, and then the two shadow demons are in the air. Okay, I'm going to cast um scorching ray at him. 
Um, so it's three rays of fire, and I can do them all at one or at several, but I'm just going to hit them all on him. Okay. Um, so... Seven, uh, eight, nine, ten. Fifteen is the first one. Uh, okay. Fifteen does not hit. Okay. Ooh. Ooh. Seventeen is the second one. Ooh. What is what is that? Is that a no? <laughs> you guys were making owl noises, and I wanted to join in. Oh. Seventeen hits. Stuck in the cave. Seventeen hits. <laughs> yeah, you know, Keth's got it. He knows. Um. Yeah, we all got it. We and the last it. one's twenty-five. That also hits. Cool. All right. all right. So. Four, five, six, seven. Twelve, thirteen, fourteen. 19 um, plus 4. Now, do I just, because it's one spell, I just roll the acid once? Not Correct. for each? Okay. So, God, what did I say? 19 plus 4. Okay. Good. That. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah, you fire off these two, uh, these three blasts, and the two of them these scorching ray blasts slam into this creature and it lets out sort of it like sort of rears back a little bit and opens its mouth and lets out a blood curdling shriek. Uh, uh, <laughs> that sounded pretty unblood curdling. Asher. I just, I have an instinct to do sound effects. Do it. I don't care. Asher. Uh, what <laughs> is, what is your nature? Check. Um, Arrogant? Oh. Every time. <laughs> so it gets funnier every time. What's your nature check? Uh, plus three train. Keth, what's your nature check? Uh, plus one. Okay. Plus three for me. You're, you're not familiar with it. They might have had a chance to run into something like this in the past. Um... Yeah, both uh, Asher, Keth, and Slask, too, seem to have, like, a flash of realization as they realize that this twisted creature is a hag. Oh. Ugh. No need for (laughs) name-calling. Hey guys, DM Anthony here again. Just another reminder that if you enjoy the show, to tell your friends. Also, don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, like, and follow. All of our links and other exciting stuff can be found on adventureinc.podbean.com. Thanks again, guys. We'll see you next week. Next time on Adventure Incorporated. Yeah, that was one attack. You want to do another? Yeah, fuck yeah. Kill the other one. You're next! I rolled a four. (laughs) (laughs) Later!